Yo, 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 welcome back everyone to the Anything and Everything podcast, where today we're getting back at it again with another week, going uh, closing out January here with uh, an episode about some football as we come in closer and closer to the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, football, 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 football. It is that beautiful time of the year, my friend Jason. Playoffs. Playoff football, nothing better than it. You know, we got some lo- we got a local team here that's primed to make some noise in the playoffs. <clears throat> some crazy games this weekend. Yeah. And we're going to go over that here at the Anything and Everything podcast because that's what we do, anything and everything. Yes, sir. So what game are you going to talk about first? You just want to kind of um, go like from Saturday on? We're going to go Saturday on. So right. we're going to go. Um, first thing, my Dirty Birds then, Seahawks. First, first, first game on Saturday. Seahawks, Niners. Uh, not going to lie to you. Um. They they uh, they had me in the first half. I was like, the Seahawks, it's a good chance that we make this a game. It was 17-16 going to half. Uh, looked good. Then all of a sudden, the Niners realized they knew how to play football, <laughs> and uh, they made us look like a high school team. I mean, the Niners, they're a scary team. I mean, they got I mean, they got enough weapons to really make oh, yeah. a push and like a solid enough defense. Like, you, you might think, like, you hear Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. Yeah. You get scared. Then you forget what they have on the outside. Debo. Brandon, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, yeah. both fantastic weapons on the outside. Then on top of that, that mean, lean San Fran defense. That uh, Oh, and you know, don't forget the guy piloting all this. The last pick in the NFL draft, Mr. Brock, Brock Purdy. Purdy. Okay, the guy is the next Tom Brady. Honestly insane <sighs> that we're even talking about the Brock Mr. Purdy. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, <laughs> oh, leading. Not only going undefeated in the regular season, also winning playoff games. Uh, it's just, it's just crazy. I mean, I, I think the Niners have a really good chance to go deep in the playoffs here. I, I mean, Purdy, dude, he 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 goes eighteen of thirty for three thirty-two, three touchdowns, a one thirty-one point five rating. He's, I mean, he's great with the football. No Eleven point one average. I mean, that's that's a first down every pass he throws the ball. That is a ridiculous stat line. McCaffrey put up 119 uh, touchdown for Brock Purdy. He rushed that one in. Uh, Debo got a touchy. That was a long touchdown too. It was a long touchdown run. It was uh, not long. I'm sorry, long touchdown catch. Very just just 74 yards. Yeah, just it was. My listen, my boys gave a good effort, but unfortunately, just was not enough. Yeah, I mean, hey, you know what though. We didn't lose the way the Chargers did. Yeah, the Chargers the went side. out. The, the Chargers went out bad, man. They went out bad. I mean, Jesus Christ! Going You're up to what 27, 27 nothing lead. at halftime. <laughs> you know, you go into halftime. You know, you. I think the thing that happened in this game is the Jags are thinking. When you're down that much, you're not expecting to win, so you're relaxed. You're playing. You're having a good time because your season's about to end. You're out there just. It's like when you're down in any video game. You know, you're not expecting to come back and win. You're just playing. You're just having a good time, and the rest of the time you have left in your game. Well, Dougie P must have went in that freaking locker room and gave the speech of a lifetime to the Jaguars because they come back and they win the game 31-30, only allowing three points in the second half, and losing the Chargers lose on a last-second field goal by the Jaguars. I mean, 
I, I mean, write a better story, dude. I mean, we we know Doug P from his time here in Philly. He's got big balls. Big. He's got balls. some big balls, and he he. <sighs> He pulled his balls out in the playoffs. I, I mean, the craziest thing is Trevor Lawrence, right? He throws four interceptions in the first half. You're thinking on the first four drives. I, it felt I mean, like. you're thinking there's no way they win this game. Like you're, you're immediately he throws two. Most people throw one or two interceptions. The game's over. He threw four in the first half, and you're just you're automatically thinking this game is over. Comes out in the second half and he throws four tutties. I mean, are you kidding me, dude? I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I turned that game off. I was like, "There's," I was like, "Charges." They just getting alerts. Ding uh, ding. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, my butt. I'm I'm playing. Wow. My, my my boy Andrew goes. He's like, "Yo, the the Jags won." I was like, "Get the fuck out of here." There's no way those stupid Jaguars came back and won. I mean, dude. Pulled up on the phone, thirty-one thirty. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's it's amazing because like, you know, I th- I feel like Trevor Lawrence, great. Great guy, maybe not the best out of the draft class he was in. You know, maybe there's guys who are also young who are better. I mean, well, Herbert I mean, they, is better in my well, opinion. I mean, they, they took Trevor Lawrence first overall, and sure, like he had, he had a rough first year, rough first under year. Urban Meyer. Um, they bring in Doug P. He's doing a pretty good rebound with Doug P. Um, he's starting to kind of develop into a player we thought he was going to. I whereas mean, Zach Wilson, the second overall pick in the same draft, nah. he's. He's about Not to get, He's about to get cut. He's getting from the sacked Jets. by the Jets. How do you right get now? cut from the Jets? <sighs> I mean, you're bad to get cut by the Jets, and there's only been a few guys who have had that privilege. Yeah, Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith. <sighs> but um, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has the highest, um, most improved passer rating from year one to year two in NFL history. So I mean, to say he's not he's not good is a completely false statement. However, he is one of the more underwhelming. Young quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion, I think there's better guys out there. I think well, Herbert's better. Yeah, you got to think that you know these guys that have a couple more years on them are just significantly better. You know, you're thinking Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, yeah, definitely, um, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, all these guys. Even Hurts. You know, you got to think Mahomes MVP. Um, Josh Allen should have been MVP last year. Yep. Lamar Jackson MVP a couple years back. Hurts primed to be maybe MVP Hertz, this year. As long as those games out didn't hurt him, yeah, he should have a good shot. At MVP. I, I feel like that's it's the same situation we had back when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 17, 17 18 season when Wentz should have been MVP. There's no question. Brady played incredible that year, but Wentz stats being even out those last three or four or five games, whatever it was, with the uh, torn ACL. He still had stats that said he should be MVP, um, and Hertz is on that same path. And I just hope, that, like you said, those those games out don't hurt his chance of being. The yeah, MVP. It, it, it's there's a good chance, but yeah, I mean, uh, let's just hope that. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, Hertz plays well, but I think there's other people that are just probably a better place for the award this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, maybe this year. I mean, maybe Hertz. I mean, played out of his mind this year. I mean, he has incredible passing stats, incredible rushing stats, but will he be able to? You know, do it when it counts right now in the playoffs and take his team to a, a bowl. Yeah, we'll see what happens this week. Um, but next game, Sunday games, I think we have the Dolphins and Bills. Dolphins, Bills. Dolphins, Bills. And, um, wow. with, without Tua Tagliova, the the Dolphins honestly stood no chance on even being competitive in that game. Skylar Thompson. Going into a, that game, yeah. Yeah, Skylar Thompson did a pretty good job, honestly, to keep him relevant for most of it. I mean, but I mean, when, you, when you're going against Josh Allen, and and Stefan Diggs, I, and, and the, and the gonna, run game that they have, I mean, there's just yeah. Well, Josh Allen himself is a running back. Devin yeah. Singletary is doing playing well. 
Um, James Cook. They, they, yeah, James Cook kind of just bust out the last couple weeks. And you have a couple Gabe, Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis, Dwayne Knox, Cole, Cole Beasley, Beasley low-key, yeah. Stephon Diggs. That team's loaded on the offensive side. Yeah. Um, I, I'd be curious to see how the matchup this week goes for them. But, I mean, th- there's not much to talk about in that Bills game except, you know, Tua get better, brother. You know, hopefully we'll see yeah, you Yeah, hopefully next year. you retire. I, I don't want to see you uh, end up either, like Yeah, either you need to hang them <laughs> up. Unfortunately. You need to hang them up or – you know, get your head right for you know get a better padded helmet or something. I don't know. Yeah, you hate seeing that situation like that with, especially with a guy like Tua who's who really when he is playing at his highest, he's, he's, he's incredible. Well. Yeah, he, the last um, year or so he picked up definitely compared to where he was a couple years back when, you know they they wanted to start Fitzpatrick over him. Yeah, Fitzmagic, man. <laughs> it's magic. Um, like you said, Skylar Thompson. I mean, looking at the stat line, you say he's not that good. He had a forty-four rating, but you know you look at the final score, it's thirty-four, thirty-one. It's maybe you know the. Maybe That's it's not that bad. There, there was <laughs> there was honestly no reason that he should have kept them in that game. He, he didn't, I don't think he lost them the game. I no. think the there was just a couple either questionable calls or. I, I mean, I also look at you know you run Tyree Kill two times he gets five yards. I mean he had, he was the best he was the highest receiver on that team, but Tyree Kill is an incredible yeah, a, yeah, runner play, out of the backfield. Yeah, a player like that, you know, you have you have one of the probably deepest backfields back there. You have you know Jeff Wilson Jr. You have uh, Raheem Mostert, you have Tyreek that can slot back there to get some carries. Jalen Waddle has a carry. Jalen Waddle, who's also one of the, probably one of the best number two wide receivers in the game right now. Yeah, um, uh, there that 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 offense has way too many weapons for them to have, for them not to be used properly. Yeah, and, and I mean, listen, they're going up against the Bills. The Bills are like the powerhouse of this year. Like they're a very very. Good chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, very well-rounded team. I mean, they're thirteen and three. I mean, <laughs> that's one of the best teams in the league. You can't can't combat that, especially yeah. like you said they're the Bills are loaded up. Uh, but moving on to the next game, kind this of a, one, this a one shocker. Was, yeah, this one was a surprise. This a lot of people were shocked out there. Uh, the Giants take on the Vikings. The nine and seven and one Giants take on the thirteen and four Minnesota Vikings, and somehow they pulled out of their ass. 31-24 victory for the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones putting up an incredible stat line. Um, and, you know, Kirk Cousins in primetime just can't perform. Yeah, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Jones is a, honestly a real question mark in this league. Mainly he because is. from year to year, this man either he's just one of the worst quarterbacks to watch on film or he's out there throwing, you know, daggers He's he's I mean, he's running the football well. He reminds me of like a less skilled Josh Allen. Just a, you know, yeah. He he just looks he just looks clumsy when he's sometimes. He just looks like he's a less athletic Josh Allen. Yeah. Well, remember a couple years ago he had that like seventy five yard run and then he tripped at the five yard line. Yeah, he, he's running <laughs> and and the turf monster just grabbed his foot. Yeah, seriously. And it's like, what's going on, man? That was against the Eagles. But the, I mean, he has. He has weapons. He has uh, he has one weapon. I'm sorry. He has Saquon Barkley. <laughs> he has no weapons on the outside. Slayton's bad. Yeah. Um, they traded Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs earlier this year. Uh, I, mean, I just don't. I don't. See I don't know any of the guys on like other than Slayton. There is no receivers who I'm like, oh my god. Like, there's yeah. They, they don't. They don't have much on the offensive side. I think that's no. a big key for them this this year in the draft. And I think that's why they're not going to do so well in their matchup upcoming this week. Yeah, I, I don't think that they're going to do very well in nah, this week. We'll, Obviously, we'll, I'm an Eagles fan, yeah, but we'll, I don't think that's—I <laughs> don't think it's that big of a, a, a thing to say that. I mean, everyone likes to point at the last time they played the Giants, which was right here at the end of the season. I think it was week. Uh, you guys were playing their 14. third or fourth street players, and they and they they hung in there. Pretty, they played well. I'm not going to lie to you that you know that the, their four third four string players held in pretty well. But Hertz was coming off his injury. 
We didn't have Lane. We didn't have a bunch of other guys. Like, we weren't – we were trying to win the game because we had to. Like, we had to win that game no, for did, our yeah, seed. You had to win that So, team, it was right? like we Unfor- had to win, and they knew that. And they were trying to t- they were trying to screw us over, which is basically why they played so well. Yeah, the only reason they started their third and fourth string is because they had the, their position was locked in regardless. They were locked in at they, six they, no they matter what. Yeah, they yeah. couldn't move anywhere. And, so. I mean, Daniel Jones, again, like we said, he's very – he's shown to be very inconsistent. And so, if he shows up on Saturday – it I'm going to be blown it could be, away. It could, it could be a game. Yeah, I'm going to be, be blown game. away. Um, but uh, definitely surprised. Um, the Vikings are just to uh, fall apart. Kirk Cousins in primetime falls apart. Forgets who Justin Jefferson is. Um, Hawkinson has a really good game against the Giants. And, again, the Giants struggle against the tight end this year. I mean, Jefferson uh, had seven Dalvin catches. Co- yeah, Dalvin Cook didn't have a good game. Six catches, 10 yards. I mean, you had six catches for 10 yards. That's less than a yard. That's what I'm saying. Justin Jefferson got locked down. I mean, yes. and he, I just don't know how you forget that guy exists down the field. Yeah, and Jefferson had Adam, 47 yards. Yeah, then you're throwing a Hawk, you're throwing a Hawkinson. Hawkinson had a good game. Adam Thielen, I think, got a couple catches. Three catches, 50 yards. That's, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah, snob at that. Adam Thielen's like like 35 years old. I'm surprised you got that out of him. Yeah, and, and how you said Hawkinson, 10 catches, 129 yards. Yep, and then Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I don't think his stat line was that great. He had uh, six catches, 10 yards. How about on the on the on the ground? On the ground, fifteen carries, uh, sixty yards. That's brutal. It's four. It's four yard average. It's not four, that. Bad. It's four yard average, but still, for a, a, but a only premier, fifteen a premier running back like Dalvin Cook, you you want more? Yeah. Like Saquon didn't have that stat line. Saquon, I think, went over hundred, had a touchdown. Uh, Saquon on the run had nine carries, fifty three yards, and yeah. two touchdowns. That's ridiculous. Uh, Daniel Jones, however, had seventeen carries for seventy eight yards. I guess Daniel Jones had 17 carries. 17 carries that's, for that's Daniel Jones. Ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. And he also was 24 of 35 for 301 yards and two touchdowns, putting up a 114 That's rating. a good passing line. The, the, that is incredible. The Vikings secondary is not terrible. So no, the reason nothing, why they're, they were 13 and 4. Yep, and now, now their season is going to be done in the wild card round. Yes. As the Giants move on to play the Eagles Saturday. and uh, At the link. Uh, by the time, Sunday night. Monday, Saturday night. The only thing about that matchup that I'm that, that I'm worried about as an Eagles fan is it's really hard to beat a team three times in one year. It's very difficult because you become very acquainted with each other, and it's very difficult to, to be able to match up with them three times in a year and get a win. But at the same time, though, you have them on film twice this year. Exactly. You, that's, you, you, have them on, you had a whole week to rest. You saw, you saw them on film again. Yeah, that's the really the know. big worry going into this week for a lot of Eagles fans, and that's a big argument that Giants fans are using. But at the same time, it's like we also know your team – your record at the link against the Eagles is not very good, but at the same time, they also it's, it's, it's vice versa. They see they have you on tape. They know they do. You know it, it's it, it honestly. D- it's gonna be a great matchup. Matchups like like div- divisional matchups in the playoffs are always a coin flip, regardless of how lopsided it looks. Yeah, and so. and, and the crazy thing is, if we beat the Giants and the the Cowboys go on to win. We then play the Cowboys next, which would be another time where the Eagles will play somebody for the third time in that year. Yeah, the dude, we went from being the NFC least to being one of the best divisions NFC in all of football. NFC least to NFC beast. I mean, it's, it's, it, goes. it really is crazy. But moving on to the final game for Sunday. Which is uh, Bengals. Uh, Bengals. Uh, Bengals. Baltimore. Ravens. Yeah. Um, that game was absolutely dreadful. Uh, I've heard that. Um, <laughs> now, on one end, you have Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. Um, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler um, Boyd, Tyler Boyd. Some of these big name, big name players. There's a reason why the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. It's because of those five players. Twelve and four again this year. Um, Twelve and four again this year. 
Uh, they beefed up their offensive line, which is the main reason they lost against the Rams last year in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, just couldn't hold the back. Ravens had no reason they'd be in that game, mainly because Lamar Jackson decided he wanted to take the season off and find a new team. Which, let's be honest, I don't think anybody blames them. Nobody wants to be in Baltimore. Yeah, um, no, Baltimore has definitely fallen from grace uh, since. Yeah, you got to think. You know, Ray L- Lewis Lamar took them to tw- like, like I think like ten wins. I mean, he carried them. He to carried them wins. to ten wins, and then after after he got hurt, you saw they finished twelve and four. They they weren't. They weren't no, they finished ten and seven. Ten. I'm sorry, ten and seven. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they they didn't play a a a very good season after Lamar went down. Yeah, uh, TJ. I mean Hunley. While he, pl- I'm not even sure his name. Tyler. It's Tyler, Tyler Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Thank you. Uh, he played admirably okay. in Lamar's stead. Yeah, I but mean, you know, you're giving this this kid a ball in a huge situation. He fumbles. The Bengals take it 98 yards to the house. Yeah, and, and it I completely mean, flips the script of the whole game. The 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 Ravens then, fall apart, and the Bengals march on with a W. Another thing, you got another guy on the Ravens, you know, receiving wise, Sammy Watkins, who. Uh, what was it? Six years ago, when he first came into the league, people were like, no, "Oh like, my god!" It was like eight years ago. Was it really? Is that yeah, old it's, now? It's long. It's a long time ago. Okay, so maybe not. I mean, he's old now, but still a great receiver, or what could have been a great receiver. He kind yeah, of well, flopped they, off. They got but... rid of. They got rid of some of their best players. They got rid of like Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown went to the Cardinals. Uh, yeah, he was a big, big part of that offense. Obviously, you still have Mark Andrews, but you he's getting yeah, You still have Mark Andrews. He's getting old. Uh, Ravens running backs are in and out of injury tent all year round. Yeah. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, you know, good player. Um, 13 carries, 62 yards. I mean, it was okay, good game, whatever. Huntley, nine carries. But when when you have yards. a quarterback that can't throw the ball, you, you don't know, have a threat. You, on you're your gonna game. you're gonna sack the box. Then the running back's not gonna get anywhere. Exactly. You know. So the Ravens, unfortunately, were just doomed from the start. Once Lamar decided he wanted to come back. Yeah, definitely lopsided there. But even if they even if they did have Lamar, it would have been a game. It would have been a game, but you can still stack the boxes. You have no passing game. Yeah, well, then Lamar does his fuckery. And Bounces somehow, to the outside. Yeah. and then you at Or least just then, somehow streaks in the middle of you know, big bodies. At least then you extend the field width-wise, and you're able to make a move somewhere. But that game, like you said, ended 24-17. The Baltimore season is going to end there, and that's about it. Yep. And then and, we move uh, on to the absolute mon- stunner of Monday night. Monday night. This Cowboys, blew me away. Buccaneers. Um, let's be honest. Is this the last time we see Tom Brady throwing the football? <sighs> Dude, it's so difficult to say because, like, you know, the one thing that was keeping him out of this season initially was the fact that he wanted to go and be with his family. Well, his wife divorced his ass, so he might be back again next year. Yeah, there's, no, there's no family to come back to when you get divorced, unfortunately. Yeah, so um, I think we'll probably – I mean, it, it looks like from here he threw a big interception late, but other than that, his stat line – oh, God, his stat line's actually not that good. Yeah. He has a good amount of yards, good touchdowns, but 35 of 66. Yeah, he, When you throw 66 passes, you probably will throw an interception at some point. Yeah, I mean, he, the the goat just didn't look like himself. You yeah, know, he no. threw, he had the one interse- the one real bad interception in the in the red zone at the end. Yeah, he uh, well, he, he goes to throw the ball away, but he doesn't get enough air under, it, and he gets picked off at the back of the end zone. Yeah, I think in the first half, and I was just like, wow. And, and honestly, for that, like, it was like for that game, it was very di- like as an Eagles fan, you're watching that. If the Bucks win, we play the Bucks. If the Cowboys win. Play the they Giants. play. We play the Giants, so then yeah. they go and they play the uh, 49ers. So, you know, we're kind of th- we don't really know who we want to play because Brady. It's obviously just fucking Tom Brady. You know what I mean? You don't want to play Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, I think. But then you, know, you have you guys are uh, you guys are one and one against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, but then you have uh, you know a guy like you know Dallas. You know, 
Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. Got Dak Prescott, Zeke, Zeke, Tony Pollard, CeeDee Lamb, CeeDee T.Y., Lamb. Uh, Michael Gallup, all these guys. And don't forget Dalton Schultz. And then you have Big the defense the of Michael Parsons. Van Der Esch, Parsons. Yeah, that, that defense is scary. I, I mean, they are scary. You got, there's a reason why – I think I truly think if, you got, if Jalen Hurts did play that second game, I still think you guys would have lost. The Cowboys um, were on a roll at that point. I don't remember it too much to really think about it, but I, I think it's possible we would have lost. I just don't really – I can't – I don't really remember well enough to comment. Uh, I'm I'm not a Cowboys sympathizer by any means. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just a football fan. I think the Cowboys are a pretty good team. I still – I don't I mean, think they have it this year. I don't. Well, I, I don't think they beat the Niners. I don't think they can get past the Niners. I don't think anybody's going to beat the Niners, at least in the, in the NFC, if I'm being honest. I feel like if there's any team that has a chance, it will be the Eagles. Yeah. The Giants will get steamrolled if they play the 49ers. The Cowboys, I still think, are going to get steamrolled. I think Prescott is going to fall short. I think he's not going to be able to stand up to the, the, the lights, and he's going to fall short. Well, when you have the defensive line of the Niners coming at you, and that's a very, very scary defensive line. I, I know Bosa. I played them three times this Bosa, year. Bosa, I mean. Yeah, it's, it's, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah, I think that's going to see both, um, both of these nuts in his face. <laughs> Dallas did a great job against the Bucks. Not that the Bucks have much of an offense right now. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, which, which is crazy. Which is crazy because they have Mike, uh, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, Julio Chris Jones, Godwin, Julio Jones, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Russell Gage, Leonard Fournette, Rashad, uh, Rashad White. White. Um, you have enough uh, guys. Yeah, uh, you have such a good amount of offensive players there. Um, I think Todd Bowles just isn't the guy. Bruce Arians yeah, needs no. to probably take over that team again. Yeah, but I, I, th- I think, t- I think Tom's done. Um, I, 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 I w- when I first heard he was retiring last year, I was like, thank God, the reign of Tom Brady is over. And then they go eight and nine this year, and they somehow make the playoffs, which is fucking bullshit, by the way. NFL change your rules. Um, you know, they go eight and nine, they make the playoffs, and Tom just underperforms on Monday night. Yeah. And yeah, they I mean, lose to they they lose they lost to a better team by a lot lost by to a, lost a better, better team. team yeah that's <clears throat> uh, listen you know unfortunately you know heart plays a lot into it mm-hmm. but at the end of the day skill beats skill trumps everything yeah you know so um, listen the, you can have the heart and the, the the abilities that Brady has and Julio and Godwin and Evans and Rashad White and Leonard Fournette you can have all these weapons but at the end of the day you're going against guys. Who are gonna Tw- pummel who you? Are t- half your age. Half your half age. Half your age. Who, who are literally faster, who are literally stronger. born <laughs> who were born after you started playing in the league. Yeah, they, and they're gonna pummel you. They watched you grow up winning Super Bowls, and they want nothing to do but to stop you from winning Super Bowls. Exactly. That's that's their goal going into this game, and they did that. Thirty-one fourteen. Dallas takes the win on Monday night. Uh, but real fast, we're gonna hit a commercial break, and we'll be right back with you guys. All right, guys, and we are back here from our break. And, of course, as you know, like we always are, we are repping the A&E hoodies. Obviously, we got the organic hoodie. We're loving it. It's, it's the most comfy outfit you can buy. Go ahead and check it out over on our Twitter page. You can find the link there. It is very soft. Very soft. You can go find the link over there. But while we're talking about our Twitter page, I also want to let you guys know there is a poll up every single week starting on Wednesday, running until Wednesday, so one full week you can vote on what topic we talk about next so you guys can have some input into the episode. And if you uh, you can vote, and then in the comments of that same Twitter poll, you can go ahead and give us a more specific topic if you would like. 
Uh, but basically, just go ahead and vote on that poll. There's one up right now with food, conspiracy, paranormal, and pop culture. So go ahead and vote on which one you guys want to hear next week. And then you can obviously specify what you would like to hear. Obviously, one of our big pop culture topics right now is Avatar. So you can go ahead and... Yeah, so I'm not sure if you guys are aware right now, but I keep track of... I literally Google Avatar every day <laughs> to see if we did it. We did not yet do it, my friends. It's not yet. We are it's at 1.9 billion with the expectation that we cross the 2 billion mark this weekend. Um, so what I need you guys to do, my loyal viewers, to ensure that we continue this world of Pandora, is I need you to go to your local snack market, buy yourself a bag of crunchies, smuggle that bitch in the theater, and go see Avatar 2, preferably in IMAX, because that shit is fire. Uh, I have now seen Avatar in IMAX three times. Oh, dude, you've been going without me. I, I, you're never available. Bro, you got you, you to tell you, like we're going to see Avatar. You got to tell your other half. Hey, listen, listen. I, I got three hours with the boys. I'll be back later. But I, I know she keep, you know. She'll join. You kidding me? <laughs> she come. She wants to see the fucking movie again. I'll go see it. I'll, I'll go see it a, a seventh time if it need be. But I, I've now seen it. In standard, I've seen it in 3D, and I've seen it in IMAX 3D three times. It's like my sixth time going to see it. God damn, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of Avatar. Road to two billion, baby. Driven Dude, by me. We by gotta myself. hit it. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna take that shit yourself. <laughs> you're gonna be the two billionth <laughs> box office. That would be something. If I was the two billionth, that would be insane. Will you get something if you do that? I don't. I just I just want to meet James Cameron. You want to meet him? I just want to give him a good hug. Yes, but maybe thank a little you. kiss. Maybe a little kiss on the cheek. No. Uh, just, you know, a, little, yeah, a little ass grab. Yeah, give him. He'll do the, the way to go. Give him like a pat on the just, back, and then just like uh, yes, slowly drop yes, the hand. Grab, yeah, grab his. Grab ass, him yeah. the small of the back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like thank um, you. You know, I, like meet James Cameron. It'd be pretty cool. You know, shake his hand, say hi, thanks, thanks for bringing Avatar to life. Thanks, Sam Worthington and Zoe Zaldana, and then ask her what's going on with Avengers afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny as hell. Um, but, yeah, make sure you go to your local market, grab yourself a battle crown, she's go visit Avatar. Definitely IMAX theaters. Definitely grab that. Bagel Crunchies. Go ahead and go to eatcrunchies.com and you can grab that. But let's pivot wait, back. Wait, wait, is this bag of crunchies open? Oh, it is bag of crunchies. Oh, nice oh, and open. Oh. Go ahead and snag one of them things. Give it a little crunch. Oh, my oh, God. Uh, <sighs> that bag's been open for a minute, too. Still got the crunch to it. Oh, my. Um, I love these fucking things. But pivoting back into the football talk here as we're going to move into the upcoming games. Crunchies go go with football, too. Uh, they would go great with a nice... With a nice dip on Sunday mm-hmm. while you're watching some games well, we're gonna dip or on, Saturday. We're going to dip on Saturday first. We're going to dip on Saturday first. We have some big Saturday games. Hit me with the lineup. First game, 4.30 p.m. We got Jaguars-Chiefs. The 9-8 Jaguars are going to take on the 14-3. and What's the, what's the kickoff time for that? Chiefs. That's going to be 4.30, so 4:30. probably 4.25, actually. Okay, okay. I'll still be at work for the kickoff, but I'll be home for half. So the prediction says the Chiefs, 78.5%. Uh, and the Jaguars what's the, are what's the line 21. on that? 21.5. What's the line? Uh, it doesn't say the line on ESPN, I don't think. Really? No line? It's unlike them. Oh, wait, sorry. The the spread? Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to be minus 8.5 in the Chiefs' favor. A little over a touchdown. That's crazy. Touchdown extra point. And then the over-under for that game is going to be 53. 53? 53 Jesus. over-under. They're expecting Mahomes to let up the scoreboard, aren't they? Uh, I think they are, yeah. That's what appears. Right, so I'm thinking. He's going to play the Arrowhead let's go, Stadium. 
Let's go. We're going to go really bold here. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not going bold at all. Chiefs are going to win this thing easily. Maybe probably by, probably by even two touchdowns, honestly. Um, Patrick Mahomes on a bye with tape. Travis Kelsey. Uh, Isaiah Pachenko. Jared McKinnon. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think. I mean, listen, man, the Jaguars had a great run last. Oh wait, week. Huh, let me throw out another. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yeah, I mean, like, like we talked about, the Jaguars had an incredible win last week and a great comeback. Will they be able to pivot that into some first half success? I think so. I think they're going to come out strong in this game. I think they're going to take an early lead on the Chiefs. And then I think the Chiefs are going to, you know, figure out what the hell they're doing in the second quarter and steamroll the Jaguars the rest of the way until zeros. Remember. You got to remember, um, those emotional victories take a toll on you. They do. They're not just like, like, oh, wow, we won. We're great. No, they're beat up. They're bruised. They had to come back. They had to fight. Yeah. That's going to be a beat up Jaguars team. I, I mean, listen, Lawrence is great. Mahomes is better. Dougie is great. Reed is better. I don't think there's really a question. There's a reason why Andy Reid is regarded as one of the best head coaches of all time. I mean, the and guy has been... He's going to put on a clinic on Sunday. The longevity Saturday. of him is Sorry. incredible. He's going to put a clinic on Saturday. The Jaguars aren't going to know what planet they're on. And they're going to go home crying. Yeah, I mean, listen. I love Dougie P. He did great things in Philly, just like Andy Reid did. But at the end of the day, Andy Reid was his mentor. And I think Andy Reid is going to steamroll him yeah, it's, come, it's, come it's, sa- Saturday afternoon. I think it's an easy to touchdown. Bet on the over. Bet on, bet on, um, Chiefs of the points. Yep, easy, easy, yeah. easy win I for the Chiefs. Definitely think you here. bet the over here. Um, now the real game. The real game, dude. Saturday night, we got a fucking. Gr- this is. I, I think this is gonna be one of the. This might. This is a contender for best game of the year. I feel like if best, this probably one of the better playoff matchups. At least till the championship game. Yeah, we got at eight fifteen on Fox. You got New York Giants. Philadelphia Eagles squaring up the nine and seven and one Giants at the link. Fourteen and three Eagles at the link. Um, Do you guys get Lane Johnson back this week? We will have Lane Johnson. He's going to play through That's his huge. injury. Oh wow! Okay. So he was supposed to get surgery. <clears throat> he's going to play through it instead of getting surgery. And uh, yeah, I mean the guy's—he's an animal. It's um, not the first time the players have played through it. He's reached out to other players to get advice on how to play through it. Now, tell me, what's the spread? What's the points? How are we looking? So, the spread here is going to be minus 7.5 in the Eagles' favor. So, a touchdown. Yep. With so, a 48 over-under. All right. So, they're giving the Eagles four. Oh, sorry, they're giving the Giants four. Because the home team automatically pretty much gets three points. Unless that's a complete underdog. Mm-hmm. So, they're getting three points. They're giving the Giants an extra four. So, a touchdown and a half. Um, I mean, honestly, this game, kind of we, we kind of reached out earlier. This game rests on what kind of Daniel Jones you're getting. Yeah. If you're getting Daniel Jones against the Vikings, I think it's going to be a game. If you get me Daniel Jones a couple weeks ago where he didn't, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Uh, Eagles by 50, honestly. Um, yeah. I, and it's in Philly. It's in Philly. The Eagles are an 81% uh, chance to win, and the Giants are a 19 exactly percent. So I, I don't think, you know, and, and the Giants have. Landon Collins, questionable. Julian Love, their other safety, questionable. Uh, Fabian Moreau, uh, cornerback, he's questionable. Isaiah Hodgins, wide receiver, questionable. Aziz Aguhari, linebacker, questionable. Well done. That was that was I tried. nowhere near what it sounds like. I but tried. Good job. Uh, Robert Quinn for the Eagles. Uh, we have two defensive ends, Robert Quinn and Brandon Graham, both going to be questionable. 
um, as of the 17th and the 18th. All these updates were from the 17th and the 18th of January. Um, like you said, we're at the link. We're in Philly. Game time weather going to be 44 degrees. Nothing different for these teams. We play in the cold all year long. I mean, it's New York and Philadelphia. It's cold as shit for most of the season. Um, I, like I said, I think it does depend on Daniel Jones. Do we get – and I think it also depends on one more factor. Does the Eagles – can the Eagles line and linebackers hold back Saquon Barkley? Because if he rushes for more, I think it's – I think the stat's like 110 or 120 yards, something like that, they win. They have never yeah. lost if he's um, rushed for more than 100 or 120, whatever it is. Well, you know, earlier in the season, the Eagles kind of got beat up by the run game. So, Howie Rosen went out. He picked. He signed Namakasun off the street. Quinn. He signed, he signed Quinn Grab off the Quinn. street. Yep. Um, he really wanted to beef up that line. Uh, I think it's helped. Which was already a great line. Yeah, I think I think it's helped in the last couple weeks. Um, I still don't think Namakasu is the same dominant force he was. He's not. Robert Quinn was the same dominant force he was. They might be but dominant. They're, they're still they're still players with very viable. Their knowledge very viable. Have a lot of experience. Uh, the The Eagles' defensive line is one of the most experienced in the NFL. Brandon Graham, almost a ten year vet. Uh, you guys if not, he had, is. Each, you guys almost had like like five players with ten sacks. We had four. We had four yeah. with ten, which is an NFL history record. Four guys over ten sacks is. It's 40 fucking sacks and four guys. Yeah, we were we were only three away from breaking the NFL record uh, for total sacks. However, uh, a lot of people are going to say it doesn't count because we have an extra week to do so. So if we don't count the extra week, we're like five or six away. Uh, but again, we have one of the one of the strongest defensive lines in the game. You know, Brandon Graham, Jason Hargrave, Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, Robert Quinn, uh, Dominic Sue, like you said. Uh, there's a couple uh, Quentin Williams. Like there's just the, the the list goes on and on and on and on, and it's like it's so deep. The line is so deep. Uh, I think it depends on can we hold Saquon below that hundred yard mark, and can you contain Daniel Jones, and can we <clears throat> on the sneaks and the quarterback runs? Yeah, and that that's really the question. Because um, I think the last time I think it was last year or earlier in this year, I think it was last year when we played Daniel Jones, he lit us up on the ground, and then that was for, the game he ran and tripped on the and for the turf Giants, monster. Can the Giants hold off A.J. Brown? Can the Giants hold off Miles Sanders? And Devontae Smith. <laughs> Devontae Smith's a good number two, but he's not the he shouldn't be your focal point of your defense. He still dropped 1,000 you know, yards this year. Miles Sanders is – 1,200 your, scrimmage yards, actually. Miles Sanders is the big problem, and yeah. so is A.J. Brown. Yeah, I mean, the, both the of them – The only thing is, I don't like your coach, Nick Cerrone. For some reason, he just does – he some reason forgets the run game exists. Yeah, there's some games where – you see Sanders just tearing it up and getting like forty carries, and there's some games where he gets like three. And you're like, yeah, what yeah, the really, hell? Yeah, all, <laughs> he was a nightmare in fantasy for that reason. I was like, yeah, I, you I don't know what you're nothing, gonna play or not. Yeah, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, I mean, the the guy. Listen, regardless of how inconsistent Nick Sirianni is with the play call, Sanders still put up in 259 carries, 1,269 yards, and 11 touchdowns. And that's with him like not getting the ball like four games. Yeah, that that's <laughs> yeah. like they, dude, the the guy is is an incredible running back. If they gave him the ball more, his production might be even higher. He might have been pushing fifteen hundred yards instead of twelve sixty. Yeah, and, you know, you never know. Uh, maybe it's something that Nick Serrani works on next year. Yeah, a little more balanced play calling. But um, <clears throat> honestly, I don't have a read on this game. I really do think it's depending on Daniel Jones, who you see. Yeah, I. I I'm not. I want to give. I'm going to give a slight advantage to the Giants here. 
Really? Slight advantage. Yeah, not not much. I think the game's within three points. Um, Final score. Three, within three points. I, I think it's definitely a close game. I think we're going to keep this game within ten. Like, anywhere. It can fall anywhere within ten points. I don't think any team, if whoever loses, they don't lose by more than, like, seven or ten points. I just don't see it happening. I, this is a, first of all, it's a divisional game in the playoffs in one of the most, in the, probably the fiercest or second fiercest city. No, stop. Third. It's loud. It's not fierce. There's a difference. Eagles uh, fans are, are psychos. Bills fans are, are psychos. Seahawks fans are not as psycho, but they're louder. I was actually talking about Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Okay. That's uh, it's a good one. But I don't know if they're crazier than the Bills or the Eagles. Like, no, I'm saying like they're within the top three. I, I, oh, yeah. I couldn't rank them. Oh, I, I think like, the Bills, Bills are the craziest. <laughs> like, there's no question. I'm sorry. Like, Bills go out to the games with negative 20 degrees outside, jumping through tables without shirts on. Without shirts in their underwear. Yeah, their guys are <laughs> – dogs are fucking – After sitting in an ice bath. Like, they're crazy. The Eagles are uh, up there. We're beer-throwing, haymaker-tossing. Yeah, I mean, dude, we're crazy. You know what I mean? It, snowballs of Santa. And then I feel like the Chiefs are, are a more traditional uh, – just, I love my they, team. They say that stadium is very hostile. Yeah. I don't know if it's more hostile than the link, though. The link is fucking like, wild, man. I, <laughs> There's fights to the link every time. Like, next year, the Seahawks play the Giants and the Jets. I'm sorry. The Seahawks play the Giants and New York. I'm going to that game. Oh, really? Um, and then the Eagles play the Seahawks in Seattle. I'm debating on also going to that game. Oh, really? Yes. That would be a... Uh, uh, I've only been to Seattle twice. Uh, I haven't yet been to a game. So, I think... Think it might be the t- might be time might be time to go out there and catch a game see the see the hometown boys maybe catch a ride with them on the way back. <laughs> I mean maybe, uh, like you said I think I don't think this game is is a blowout in either direction I think this is a very great game and um, like you said I think it depends on can the Eagles contain Saquon and do we get a good Daniel Jones and for the Giants I think it depends on you know can you contain the run game of Miles Sanders. And can you contain the beast of A.J. Brown that most keep, teams haven't been able to if contain? If you can keep A.J. Brown under 80 yards, you're going to win the That's a win. Game. That's a win. Yeah, you're going to win the game, I, I think. I don't know if it's a win simply because you can contain him. There's other weapons that are sure, a skinny, plausible. A skinny Batman is a, is, a, is a player. But you also have Goddard. You know? Goddard's also a very good – I mean, he was injured for a, recently. Yeah, Goddard's a Not his fault. He got – Injured by a player with a dirt on a dirty play. However, still injured. Scary. If he comes out in his best form, Goddard well, is a thing, scary form. Right. If they held Justin Jefferson to those many, th- those many yards, I think yeah. the Giants do the same. I think Goddard will have a real, real room to shine, and I think si- Sanders has um, some room for opportunity. I think AJ's more of a dominant receiver than, than Justin. That's not even close. No, I, I Justin Jefferson led the league in receiving. I know, but Jefferson Justin Jefferson went over two hundred yards four times this season. Jefferson's stronger, like or, or I'm sorry. Brown is stronger, like a lot stronger. Which you is why need, I say you dominant. You need to base a game strategy around Justin Jefferson. You have to do the same thing with AJ Brown. I, Listen, eh. dude, no team has been able to contain AJ Brown this year. Not a single team has contained him like very well. He's had good games. One game he had two catches for seven yards. I think that was mostly play call, though. It wasn't like he was targeted a lot. He was, what do you mean? Look at the stats that game. I'll pull it up right now, my friend. <laughs> but, like, dude, I mean, his yards yards slash R. Do you know what that means? What? Yards slash R versus New York Giants. The fuck is that? Yards yard slash R. Let me see what the hell are you talking about. It's yards slash R versus the New York Giants. 
I don't know what the hell that is. Yards receiving you're or some shaking, shit? You're shaking the damn. The first stat right there in the, in the box. What is that? Oh, yards per catch. Yards per reception. Oh, yards per reception. Yeah. 20. Mm-hmm. 20 yards per reception, bro. You're telling me that that's not like you d- you shouldn't have to game plan around that? Well, I'm saying like, that's two first downs spe- in one reception. Specifically for the Giants, they have to game plan around it. But I'm talking about other teams, they don't really, they haven't really had to. Dude, he has 165 receiving yards against the Giants. That's great. Like, in two games. Let's see. Uh, Eight yards a game, roughly. Versus the New York Giants. Eight receptions and 16 targets, 165 yards, 20 average, one touchdown, 37 long. Catch. I mean, it's I mean, it's not like he's played bad against him. He's played very well. No, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that. AJ Brown. I just there's I think, a reason why you guys paid the price you did to get AJ Brown. Oh, of course. So I mean, he's a good receiver, but I'm not I saying just, he's better than Justin Jefferson. I just lost my place. No, gotta get back there. <laughs> It kicked me all the way back to like the home screen. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Well, um, AJ Brown is not better than Justin Jefferson. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's all. I mean, uh, statistically, and, and, no. But when I'm they, watching a game and I'm watching the way AJ Brown's catching some of these balls, I mean, obviously Jefferson's, I think, taller. I think a Justin little bit Jefferson's taller. Justin Jefferson's usually open by a mile because he, he, he's he a has, better route runner. Yeah, he's a better route runner. But AJ Brown makes, a, I think, more more contested. And that's why I say that's why I say more dominant. I think he's just more physically the, dominant. You ever seen the Justin Jefferson catch against. Dallas Cowboys this year? Yes. Yeah, uh, really? You're going to say that's not... That, it, that's it's a, a great catch, that's but that's a, ridic- a one... That's a ridiculous catch. But that's one catch. That's, We're talking about like A.J. A- Brown makes catches like this every game, two to t- two times a game. Not like not like that catch. Not like that catch, but very, like, very convincingly, like, grabbing a ball, throwing a guy off his arm, and just, like... Okay. And his hand strength is absurd. Remember, I'm, I'm not... Either like, way. I'm not saying A.J. Brown's bad. Yeah, no. Either way, let's move on. Yes. We've been on the Giants and Eagles for a while. We have. Moving into Sunday, well, you're an Eagles fan, of course. Well, I love the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, we have to, and and I'm sure a lot, a good bit of our viewers, oh yeah, yeah, are probably around us. Uh, so again, you're saying, I think Eagles that this game is not a blowout. Yeah. Within usually r- roughly from anywhere between a field goal to ten points. Yes, I'm saying Giants by three. What's the score? I'm thirty twenty seven. I'm thinking thirty one twenty eight. Thirty one twenty eight. Yep. Okay. I think it's a shootout for the most part, and then a last-second field goal wins it. I I don't know if there's – looking at the history of the Eagles-Giants matchups, field goals typically do win the game. I'm thinking both teams get four touchdowns. That's 28 points each, and then the last-second last second field, field goal, 31, yeah. And, and, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm, I feel about that either way. I think I'm going to give the edge to the Giants just because they come in hostile territory. Daniel Jones – Hell Can they be resilient enough is really the question there. So, I'm going to give a slight edge to the Giants. Yeah, that, that's definitely the big question going to this game is, can the Giants be resilient enough to take on the Eagles in in hostile environment and, and get the win? And we'll see. Uh, but moving into Sunday, we have a 3 o'clock game. Very odd time. Uh, both games on Sunday are odd times. So we have a 3 o'clock game. First one of the year. Uh, our first one here. These these two matchups are very good. 12-4 and four Bengals. 13-3 Bills. Three o'clock on CBS. I this is a I don't have a read on this game. I don't, and this spread is even is even bigger than hit me with hit me with it. The predictor says sixty five percent Bills, sixty five point five, and thirty four point five for Cincinnati is the win. The spread here is minus five point five in the Bills' favor. Okay, with a forty eight over under. So that's the standard. 
three points given to the home team for their being home. Yep. And that's a safety. <sighs> a field goal or yeah, safety. I mean, that's a that's a Bengals line. That's a Bengals line. If I've ever I seen I think the that. Bengals take this motherfucker. I think I think I think the Bengals stun the world here. Because everyone's expecting the Bills to win this game. It's it's definitely it's a trap game. It's the Bengals line. It's a Bengals line. It's definitely a Bengals line. But I, I just I, I can't after I mean, watching Josh Allen play football all year, I can't bet against the guy. I mean, Burrow comes in with 200 more yards in the season. Uh, few more, you know, uh, few more passes. Same amount of touchdowns, 35 each, and two less interceptions. That's surprising because Josh Allen throws the ball pretty wild in terms of his, 14 he, interceptions. He's a lot of picks, yeah. 14 interceptions for Josh Allen, 12 for Joe Burrow. I'm not going to give a a breakdown of how I think this game's going to go. I think I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with Bills with a field goal. I think this game is definitely decided within three. I don't think that this game is a is a very. I think they're gonna be neck and neck the whole game. I don't think this is gonna be a I'm, one would, team breaks out, other team comes back. It's on the. If I had if I had put a line on it, I would I would have said, take the Bengals on the money line. Bills win by three, so I don't cover. But I think the points are over. I think it's over on points. You think it's over 48? Yeah, 100% over 48. Uh, it was 48. 24, 24. Yeah, we're definitely over that. We have to Because you, know. you got to think. Somebody's putting up 30. The, the other team's putting up 20. This team, ju- these teams just played each other a few weeks ago when DeMar Hamlin went down. Yeah. So. This is going to be an emotional game for both teams. Very emotional. That's, that's what people forget. And very we're playing. Emotional. Where are we playing? We're playing, we're playing this in Buffalo. In Buffalo at Highmark Stadium. Uh, and I, so I think I, I, I just, I think that this is going to be. Uh, Demar Hamlin's going to come out there with a rallying cry. He's going to come on the field. He definitely and, comes out on the field. He has to. And this is going to be another shootout. So take the over. Take the Bengals on the money line, but the Bills win this game by three. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite. I think the, I think the Bengals are going to win this game. I think they're going to win by three, and I think it's going to be neck and neck the whole way. I think the Bengals are going to take this game thirty to twenty-seven, or thir- sorry, thirty to twenty-eight. I think the Bills go into the uh, final drive up 28-27, and the Bengals pick it up. I'm thinking this is going to be like a, a 43-40 game. <laughs> this is going to be a shootout. You think it's going to be a big this game? Gonna, this is going to be a shootout. I feel like neither team has, a, too many, has an insanely dominant defense. But, yeah, but, there's, but yeah, they have there's so many so offensive many, weapons. So many weapons on both sides. Von Miller's out for the year for Buffalo. Yeah, now you mentioned that, maybe I'll change that prediction a little bit. Yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, we're, we're probably pushing th- – uh, I'm gonna say probably like 37. We were we were five minutes 35 into. The, I think or we were like five minutes into the Buffalo game when when Demar went down. And I think it was already like seven three, and the Bills should have had a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, just think what a full game in the playoffs. It's gonna be it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah, I think this is gonna be like a 37 35. Bengals take it last second. You know, obviously we want to see the Bills win. If the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl, I want the Bills to win it just for the fact of that's like a. Like the story, that's, there's a movie about that story if that happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there has to be. It's, it's a great season. Um, yeah, but that's the first game on Sunday. Moving on to the second game of Sunday, we have the Cowboys Niners at 6.30 on Fox. So we got Weedon Boys versus Bang Bang Niner Gang. And this game, the predictor is crazy. Go on. 52.1% in the Cowboys' favor. Really? 47.9. What's the spread? The spread for this game is minus 4 to the Niners. Okay. With that, a 46 over under low score. It's 23 so that's, each. That's definitely, that's definitely a, a Cowboys line for a minus four. Because you got to think, they give the home team 
automatically three points. Only one point for being the home. One point. I, I that's definitely a Dallas line. Uh, I take Dallas on the money line uh, to win the game outright. I, I it's got to be the Niners. Uh, both Niners both teams have great defenses. Both teams have really good offenses. I just think the Niners um, are a stronger offense. I think the Overall. Niners are running. They're rallying around Brock Purdy right now. You know, Mister Irrelevant. They haven't lost a game in three months. That's incredible. <laughs> Um, they're fully healthy. You know, they they left the Seahawks game pretty much unscathed in injuries. Debo's healthy, Ayuk's healthy, Kittle's healthy, McCaffrey's healthy, Brock Purdy's healthy. Offensive line's good, defensive line's good. Meanwhile, uh, the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence, defensive end, questionable. Jason Peters, offensive tackle, questionable. Uh, J. Ron Curse, safety, questionable. I'm just letting you right right now. If Jason Peters plays in that game against Joey Bosa. He gets I mean, destroyed. Sorry, not Joey Bosa. Is Nick. It Joey Bosa. Nick Bosa. No, that one might be Joey. Hold on. I, I Dude, I got no fucking idea. I think Joey Bosa's the Chargers defensive end. Couldn't even tell you, my friend. Uh, roster. Looking for Bosa, 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 Bosa. Nick is Nick Bosa. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I thought Joey Bosa was on the Chargers. So, I think Nick Bosa is just literally going to have a field day with J- big JP, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love JP as an Eagles fan, but fuck him for going to the Cowboys and fuck those boys. 49ers win this game. I think it's a steamroll. I don't think this is a close game. Uh, I say, I'm, I'm going to take Dallas on the money line. I think uh, Niners win by a field goal. Um, Niners are just too good of a complete team. Haven't lost in three months. Yeah. Riding around Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, I think Brock Purdy continues his magic and beats the boys. Yeah, I don't think this is for, – for me – this is not a close game. I think the Niners, like you said, are on too much of a roll. I think you know, McCaffrey's too good. I think Purdy's going to roll what he does. You got Kittle. You got the you know all the weapons. You have the great defense. I don't think the fantastic. Defense. I don't think the Cowboys are strong enough offensively to keep up. So I think this game is going to end very, very badly for the for the Cowboys. I don't think this is a close game. I'm going to disagree with you. I think it's going to be a close game. I don't. I really don't. I think it's going to um, be a stunner, kind of like how the Cowboys beat the Bucks. I think it's opposite this game. That wasn't a stunner, though. The Cowboys were a huge favorite. Yeah, but, like, dude, it's Brady in the playoffs. Still, the Cowboys are huge. You can favorite. never discount Brady in the Look playoffs. Look Brady the last, like, 16 weeks. Yeah, I, you I, to see. yeah, he hasn't played well. But we're still talking Brady in the playoffs. The I guy guess, has an incredible playoff even on years he hasn't had a great team. Now, obviously, I gave you my predictions. I gave you what lines I think to play and what, what, what you think everything's going to end up. Ultimately, though, the matchups I want to see for the championship games, I really want to see Bills-Chiefs. I think that game's going to be absolutely ridiculous. I think Bills-Chiefs would be a great matchup. Um, and I think Niners-Eagles will be another fantastic Incredible. NFC championship game. <clears throat> if those two I teams- think the NFC has, no matter what happens, are great matchups unless the Giants win. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I think the, I I think going to the bowl, going to the bowl. I think, I think it's gonna be Chiefs Niners. I think Chiefs Niners go to the bowl. And, and and it's hard, even as an Eagles fan, it's hard to argue that. I think, like you I, just like the Jags are you, not getting there. If you watch that Niners Seahawks game, the Niners look like they were in a whole different league. They were in a league of their own. Yeah, I, I don't think that... And I think that you're going to see a lot of that in that Cowboys game. I, I don't think... I think there's two outliers here right now in the, the final eight teams. I think it's the Giants and the Jags. They don't deserve to be where they're at right now. No, no, 100%. I mean, they're that. the only teams who are in the nine-win club. Everyone else is above 12. And the only team who is at 12 is the Cowboys. Everyone else is at at least 13 with 
the other two being at 14 with the Eagles and the Chiefs. Yeah, I, I truly think this that... This is just powerhouses going at it right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> and, and, and like wish list for championship games is going to be Eagles, Niners, um, just for viewing pleasure, and then Bills, uh, Bills, Chiefs, again, viewing pleasure. Those games would just be straight, like... Even the Bengals-Chiefs matchup is yeah, a great I, I, one. I agree, but... That's Bill, a rematch but, of last year, right? But Mahomes versus Allen, that's just like... Oh, it's it's that's just, just like that's a, that's it's that's the, it's it's yeah. the it's the the future of the AFC right there. Yeah, I mean well, the present and the future. And honestly, any combination of Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen, I don't care what I can't watch. go wrong. With I don't it. care what I watch. You as think, long as it's not the Cowboys. Think of their weapons: you have Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, all crazy <laughs> offensive weapons. So imagine the Jaguars win this game for a second. That's awful. That can was like that can was they like, beat the Bengals? No. Can they beat the Bills? No. Obviously not. Absolutely not. So even if they get past the Chiefs, they just don't have a chance. I mean, like, that was like watching the, the Jaguars playing the AFC Championship game against the Patriots a few years ago. Yeah. That was a joke. They shouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, that defense carried them. Yeah. Like, so nuts. hard. Like, put them on their back. Listen, if they get there, there's only one answer, and that's Dougie P. I don't think that you could attribute a Doug, push Doug at P, this late. Doug P and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that, you, you can't attribute cool. a push this late to anything but coaching. Especially going off of what we saw last year from the Jaguars. Yeah, I have to agree. Fucking Urban Meyer. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, but like you said, I, I, I kind of agree with your matchups. I don't care what combination of Chiefs, Bengals, Bills there are. It's going to be a great game either way. Um, as long as the Giants don't go. I mean, if they play the Cowboys, it'd be a good game. I think it'd be a good game, Giants-Cowboys. Giants-Niners is a steamroll. I think Eagles versus Cowboys, great game. Eagles versus Niners, great game. I, I think any combination of any of those games is fine. I think I, I truly think though the Niners Niners Eagles would be the premier the, the, game. The premier game. That's the premier see. game, definitely. Um, obviously, being an Eagles fan, I think we can take on any team left in the playoffs. I just think our only problem would be in the bowl. Like that would be our real tough problem. Would be in the bowl against the Bengals, the Bills, or the Chiefs. Um, I I don't know if we can take on Josh Allen like that. Just head <laughs> on. I really don't. Um, you know Brock Purdy. He still hasn't been in the league long enough to show if he's going to falter. He could falter, and we don't know. It could. It could he happen could. at any time. I mean, he didn't. But he hasn't yet. He didn't throw any questionable, questionable throws against Seahawks. Nope. Um, I don't think he does the same. Th- I don't think he d- does that against the the Cowboys this week. I think, I think, I think Purdy rolls. I, I think Purdy rolls, but it could obviously like you never know. It's a young guy. It could. It, it last one, pick in one, the draft. One pick could like ruin his psyche. And, but you, and, and yeah, down it goes. It, it takes one hit. From any anybody, I mean, Micah Parsons could light him up one time, and yeah. his mental yeah, is shot. One hit, one pick, one Dude. fumble, anything. Could, could I mean, him. he could land on his hand the wrong way after Micah Parsons knocks him down, and his mental shot. I mean, you never really know. Uh, just being young and inexperienced, that could happen. I don't think any other. I mean, Prescott's experienced. Yeah, you know, he's not. I I I think he will because I don't like the Cowboys, but he could falter under pressure. I mean, Good. look what they did the, a couple years ago. They're thirteen and three, first round by, lose. I mean, bad. They lose poorly, lose to. I don't even remember who it was, in the first game back in the in the wild card or the divisional round. Like it was like not even funny. Like they got rolled. I think it was Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. It was, they got rolled. I don't care what it was. They got rolled. Probably Aaron Rodgers. After coming off a of thirteen and three. Prescott's like, oh, you know, he's coming off a little injury. He's got a week to rest, and then they get fucking obliterated. And that's no, what I was—it was, was Aaron Rodgers, I remember. And that's what I'm scared of for the Eagles is like, Hurts coming off an injury. We have the bye. We have a lot of guys who the the bye benefits us right now. 
because you have a lot of guys who are slightly injured but not bad enough, so the week of rest really helps. But at the same time, I don't like buys. I don't like first week buys. I really don't because you can come off of it and get rolled because you're not you haven't been playing. It, it could happen, but at the same time, like it is an advantage. Next week of rest, it next week to study your tape. It does. Yeah, you know, run some drills. So. Yeah, I mean, you can study all the teams, any of the possibilities. Um, and once you're basically once you're at halftime of those games, you can start studying your opponent. Unless you have a Jaguar situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, pretty um, su- I'm pretty sure the... No one was expecting that. I'm pretty that. sure the Chiefs were already like studying for the Chargers at that point. And all of a sudden, like, ah, oh, shit. Right. And then next thing you know, it's the start of the fourth quarter. They're shitting bricks. <laughs> Maybe not. You know, and then they have to change their game plan. But um, like you said, I think great matchups coming in the conference championships. Uh, don't really matter to me who it is. I think it's going to be great either way. Obviously, want to see the, the birds go there. Um, the AFC, I don't care who we play. I just want to see a great game. Uh, obviously won a second ring, but we'll see about that. But uh, yeah, I think we got some great football come up this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Just definitely. like we had some good football last weekend. Uh, now when when's this episode dropping? This episode is coming out Monday, so after all the games. So. Yeah. So let us know, guys, in the comments if we were right, if we were completely off. We could be completely off. Uh, you know, laugh, feel free to laugh in our face, but we're making educated decisions here based off what we've seen this year. And what the lines are telling us, the stats. <laughs> We're going off Vegas, motherfuckers. Um, so I mean, I think, I think, honestly, I don't think any. I think our predictions are probably pretty solid. They're pretty sound. I don't think they're outrageous in any. No, I'm any pretty regard. sure that's how it's going to end up. Yeah, I mean, any of our predictions are pretty sound in 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 theory. Uh, but you know, obviously, anything can happen. It's the playoffs, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, the Jags can go out and steamroll the Chiefs. It's the playoffs. I don't think it'll happen, but it could. Mm, you never know. But uh, um, let us let us know, guys, what you thought about this episode. You know, we're trying uh, to branch out anything and everything. I don't think we're ever going to cover hockey or basketball, but you know, we because <laughs> we both know football. So I mean, we figured you know, one we'll, sound in <laughs> hockey, one sound in basketball. We might yeah. be able to throw some shit together. <laughs> might be able to mix some shit in. But we figured we would uh, take a stab at football and let you uh, see what you guys think. You know, let us know in the comments below how you thought this episode went. You know, we, we'd love to hear feedback from you guys. Yeah, let us know. Tweet at us over at the AE Podcast. You know, go ahead and message us in your Instagram stories. Again, AE Podcast. Um, go ahead and pick us up. Any type of merch. We got all kinds of stuff. We got bucket hats. We got water bottles. We got mouse pads. We got hoodies and pants and socks. So give yourself whatever you want. Treat yourself something nice today. There's plenty of stuff um, there. You know, the holidays are over, guys. Treat yourselves. You definitely know, we got, treat we got, yourself. You gave no, enough gifts this year. Yeah, another, treat another year until you uh, you got to give uh, shit to other people. So take yep. care of yourself. Get yourself an AE hoodie. Definitely. Um, but yeah, anything like I said, go ahead and follow us over on our social media accounts, AE Podcast, and uh, look for the logo. You guys know what it is. And uh, any final words, my friend? Uh, you know, just again, road to two billion. Go see Avatar two. Road to two. Um, you know, we want to see three, four, and five. You know, it's a we want to see the conclusion of this epic saga, epic, epic trilogy, whatever the hell it I'm gonna end up being. Um, stay keep up on your on your bad batch, guys. We're gonna be talking about bad batch probably in the next couple weeks. Yep. Once I finally Not halfway get, through, once I finally <laughs> get ready to catch up on it. Um, we'll probably do then, that in uh, a week or two once it uh, comes to a halfway point of this yes. show. And obviously, uh, I think next week or the week after, we'll talk maybe a little. Mando, seeing the trailer dropped, but we'll Did save drop. that. Did drop. That was we, what I wanted to talk about. We will save that for another episode. We, we will not We don't want to spoil that. Give you guys some time to, to watch yeah, it, to analyze it. it yourself. Yeah, let us know what you guys think, because I thought it was thought spectacular. It was, dude, I thought this season has gotten me high. I'm looking at screenshots, and I'm like, oh. Don't ruin it. Let them, oh. let them see it. Let them see it first. God, man, I'm hyped. Um, but we're going to talk Mando soon. You know, season three is coming out faster than we can possibly believe. It's crazy. Yep. In March, um, we'll start covering it. 
Yes. So a couple months still. Um, and the last thing I got to follow up with, as always, is uh, may the force be with you. And uh, peace out, guys. We love you all, and we'll see you next time.